Hey, before I jump things off, I want to give a major shout out to the homeboy, Deronimo. Deronimo, Q, and the homegirl, Ashley. Ashley, all these people are at the uh, Talking 30 podcast, Talking 30 radio. Check them out, man. We, Me and EJ, or EJ and I, if my teacher is listening, were on, we're, we were guests. We were guests on their show. And um, like the, what, next two days after we recorded the show with them, uh, EJ and I did put something together, but we didn't push it out again. Um, and it was due to some reasons, some complications that we were having and everything like that. We even have had a guest on that show. So I bad we dropped the ball. But as you see, we hadn't put out a show in quite a while. But I did want to go ahead and make sure that I acknowledge the fact that Deronimo, Q and Ashley were nothing but hospitable to us. And we appreciate the love. And we also appreciate the drinks, my nigga. Yeah. trust my girl when she started trusting me, man. That shit fucks me up, man. The other day, the homie said, yo, we having a bachelor party out in Vegas this weekend. You got to get out here. I'm like, bet. I'm there. Let me just tell my girl. Hey, babe, look, I'm shooting out to Vegas for the weekend. The homie's having a bachelor party. I'm going to be back Tuesday. She was like, okay, turn up. I'll see you when you get back. I'm like... Hey, what the fuck you got going on this weekend? Hey, my nigga, y'all go ahead, man. Go ahead, my nigga. I'm gonna hang back and see what you got going on, bitch. I don't trust you trusting me like that, bitch. I just realized something about one of my homeboys. I've been knowing this dude for a long time, a long time. Uh, I'm not gonna say how long, because <laughs> they might be listening. But, um, yeah... I think I just found out that him and I, we only, um, we only vibe in a group setting. <laughs> Do y'all got any group friends, man? Like you realize that, oh, damn, like in the midst of the conversation, damn, we just group friends. Like I've, I've never talked to this guy outside of the, the, the group, you know? And now both of y'all just sitting there looking at each other like, yeah, man, so how's the fam? Yeah, man, you catch them cowboys? Uh-huh. Uh, and you ain't got nothing to talk about. I know I'm not the only one with a with a group friend out there. Do you have a group friend? Damn, it took me blah, blah, blah years to realize that my homeboy is just my group friend. Damn. Damn. This holiday season, you've seen the movie, but now see it as if you've never seen it before. Demilco Heard Productions presents Friday the Musical. How much you got left? Man, I got a lot. You still ain't sold that weed smoky. But I'm trying to earn. Neither the business days. I don't think you apply yourself, smoky. Oh. You smoking my shit? Hell no. Mess with your shit? Hell no. You smoking my shit? Bang, 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 bang. bang. Don't wanna have to mess you up, Smokey. 
Playing my money like playing with my emotions. You know you're the last brother's money I'd ever mess with. I'd steal from my mama before I mess with your shit. And you know this man. Film not yet rated. Coming to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter theaters near you. I got a question for y'all. What does Beyonce, Serena Williams, and Venus Williams, Lonzo Ball, Waka Flocka, Michael Jackson, or the Jackson 5, what do they all have in common? Supportive parents, man. Supportive parents that help them get to where they are. Now, we I'm only using entertainment industry because that's something that we all know about. But they have supportive parents. I had to give myself the head ass because earlier this year, I kind of clowned LeVar Ball with everybody else and said, oh, this guy's an idiot. But... Nah, after after you know seeing some of his moves and, and actually just listening to him and some of his interviews, like no dude is actually doing a good thing, a very good thing. And so yeah, I I dropped the ball with that. I just kind of joined in what everybody was saying about him without making my own conclusion. But all of these people have active parents who supported their dreams and helped make it happen. Now you know what we do something wrong here, and I just want to address this. I talked about this with my family, some close friends, but. Why do people want to kick their kids out at 18 or after they graduate college when, or even high school at some point? You know, some everybody just want to kick. Well, it's time for you to go. Hold on now. So you put a kid out there at 18, 19 years old. He and or she ain't making no money. I don't care if they got a degree or anything like that. They ain't making no money at that age. You can't even put nothing on your resume yet. So why are we, ki- why are we kicking these people out? And not even that. Why are we letting these kids move out of our house at that age? Sure, yeah, you want to spread your wings. A lot of kids, are, you know, may have boyfriends and girlfriends and, and stuff like that. Uh, so they want their space. But I don't know if that's the right decision anymore. I think more people should stay home to maybe, let's just say, maybe 25, maybe. Maybe 25, maybe even a little bit later than that for some people. But your brain is not even fully developed at that time that you're trying to jump out here into the real world. So you ain't making no grown man decision. I moved out at 19 and man, I, yo, my, my first, my first rent, my, my rent was $534 a month and I had a roommate, me and my boy. And, uh, uh, yo, we struggled trying to get, get that money every month. I was working some old rinky dink job, but I, I went through a lot of struggling that I didn't even really have to go through what I should have done or what somebody should have told me. Nah, you stay here, find you a trade, find you something that you need to do with your life, something you want to do. But in the meantime, stay put. You do not have to go out here spending money. You do not have to go out here and try to fend for yourself and all that because it's not going to work too well. It's not going to work too well. So, yes, stay here. Now, I think that's what people like Laval Ball is doing for his sons. Like, these are clearly like grown men. Lonzo is... A man now, you know, his sons are in high school and college. His other two sons are in high school and college. But uh, he's clearly still has a hand on them as far as their directions that they are going to go in life. Now, if you look at some of the other cultures, they do the same thing. Like how many times have you seen maybe like an, an Asian family who says uh, my parents are paying for me to go to school here, you know, or to do this with my life. Now, we normally like try to paint those parents in a negative light and say, ah, oh, they didn't let their child do what they want to do with their life. My twist to that is you can do whatever you want to do with your life, but let's follow it. Let's do it this way up until this age or until you make this amount of money or until you land 
this position because you're out here trying to fend on your own, fend for yourself at too young of an age. You're not gonna make a lot of wise decisions. I got a long way to go. I got a long way to go to, to even like have this conversation with my daughter, but she doesn't have to go anywhere. If I'm still thinking like this in the, the next, you know, 16 years or so, she ain't got to go nowhere. Stay here, stack your money, find you something that you want to do with your life. And if you can't help, if you can't find out what you want to do, let me help you make your decision. And then we're going to pursue this with all of our coins that we do have and all of our time that you do have because you know what you're doing when you essentially when you move out at 18 and 19 you you're working eight hours a day and you're not putting those eight hours into something that's going to be worth it you know you you might be working at and where can you work at 18 19 you probably working at auto parts store <laughs> fast food restaurants uh shit warehouses you ain't making that. You ain't making no legit, legit money. You probably can't even get into some of these big corporate offices at that time and at that age. So you're spending eight hours of your day not doing something that can develop you. So you come home, you're tired, you might got a boyfriend, you might got a girlfriend, so you spend the rest of the evening with them. Man, that's so unproductive, man. But if you stay home, now that's different. You ain't out here trying to get it on your own. You ain't out here trying to hustle on your own. You actually have some help. Your own parents. So, yes, as my child gets older, I want to be able to lead her like a uh, Joe Jackson or a LeVar Ball or um, Mr. Knowles. I can't think of Beyonce's dad name, but I want to be able to help her develop into who she wants to be. For the rest of her life and not just work her way into life or whatever, you know, and they say the the youth, your youth is wasted on the young, you know, and that's, that's a real statement because a lot of times like you, <laughs> you get you get all your bright ideas when you're too old to act up on them or you're not or you're not in a position to act up on. Them. You may have children now and make it a little hard for you to pursue those those dreams so in order to quit wasting your youth by working and doing pointless shit find you a mentor hook up with your parents or whatever the case may be but find someone who's going to mold you into the person that you want to become for the rest of your life Oh, yeah. 25 to life or something 25 like that. to life, yeah. Oh, why are so you do you know what? So I need you as my on my side. Let's well, talk you about know, that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a podcast and personality host right nah, now. Nah, you still have contracts and How did you go from being an entertainment lawyer to the podcasting? And you was in the military too, right? No, I was never in the military. Yeah, I was in the Marines, Navy SEALs. Secret forces. I ain't never been in the military. God bless you. I look like I was in the military. You act, you got a sergeant demeanor. About okay, you. all right. You know, <laughs> ten hut. No God. Ten hut. <laughs> so anyway, you know, it was I, I've been in the game for a while, and it was like around 2003, and I just felt that I had something else to do other yes. than representing clients, and I got burnt out, mm-hmm. and I didn't like the industry at the time. I wasn't having fun. You know what I'm saying? Digital downloading just hit us, so it was I was working harder mm-hmm. to make the same amount of money. My wife had. My, we had our third kid, mm-hmm. and I was like, "There's something more to life than this." So he I spent you know, all that money for law school and just said, "F that." But you know what, though, 
it helped me because at this point in my life, people really respect what I say. Mm -hmm. People really respect my perspective on the industry. You your passion. And, 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 I, and, I, and I owe that to all mm -hmm. those years as an attorney. Sad news today. Combat Jack. Combat Jack lost his battle with cancer. And if you don't know who Comeback Jack is, he um, he was many things. He was many things. He started off as a lawyer. He was like, uh, I believe, I think they called him like the hip hop lawyer. But what I knew him from was podcasting. He was the first person that I heard that actually podcasted about rap, about hip hop. He would interview people and people showed him a lot of love. He also put a lot of people on to the podcasting game, like um, um, Charlemagne and Taxstone. You know, um, it's another. There's another podcast out there that that he put them on too. I believe it's um. I want to say the read. I feel like he put the read on too. I'm not. I'm not necessarily sure about that one. But Comeback Jack will be missed. He will be missed. I, I can definitely say that he's part of the reason that I'm podcasting now. He was um, he was a spark in that influence. So keep his family. If you if you knew a combat jack, like keep his family and his friends and and everybody, premium Pete and everybody. You know, like in in, in your thoughts and prayers, man. I mean that it was a uh, a remarkable guy. So around this holiday season. Make sure you take care of your loved ones. Patch up any broken relationships. Tell your friends that you love them. Tell your, your parents that you love them, your siblings. It's very important. It's very vital that we do those things because you never know. I mean, just earlier this year, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how long um, Comeback knew that he had cancer. But, I mean, earlier this year, it just seemed like everything was fine. It seemed like everything was fine. And the first I even heard that he had cancer, it was he had stage four cancers. Like, damn. You know? Like, you can be planning your whole life, man, and, and, and being spiteful to people and just being negative, and then you get some news like that. So take care of your loved ones, man. If we were white, if we were Irish, if we were Jewish, if we were Poles, if we had, in fact, in your mind, a frame of reference, our heroes would be your heroes too. Nat Turner would be a hero for you instead of a threat. Malcolm X might still be alive. And it, you know, everyone is very proud of brave little Israel. A state against which I have nothing. You know, I don't want to be misinterpreted. I'm not an anti-Semite. But you know, when the Israelis pick up guns or the Poles or the Irish or any white man in the world says, give me liberty or give me death, the entire white world applauds. When a black man says exactly the same thing, word for word, he is judged a criminal and treated like one, and everything possible is done to make an example of this bad nigger so there won't be any more like him. All right, so this whole Apple situation really got me in my bag. It really got me in my bag. If y'all hadn't heard it, um, Apple has admitted to slowing down older iPhones when the new versions come out okay now we already knew that right we already knew that that was the case no one just ever actually came out to admit it but it really got me thinking about some things and one of the things that it really has me thinking about is just like all the other bull in this world that we just have an inkling about like we know something about it is just not right but we just completely ignore it 
And uh, one of those things is, is, well, I ain't going to say one. I'll give you a few examples. Politics, uh, religion, family, the court system, the medical field, all of this stuff. What if it's just somebody that's pulling all the strings and just making us do whatever they want us to do? Now, with the whole situation with Apple, basically, people were upset that, okay, we get that that you have to slow down the phones. We get it. But the fact that people weren't being notified that you have to slow down the phones in order to make the newer phones progressive or whatever. Um, so it, it just kind of shows that there's an agenda. There's an agenda about, around all of the stuff. And Apple has been around for a, lo- a long time now. And they've been doing this the whole time. Now, I'm an Apple user. You know, I, I rock with the iPhones. But people are not letting you guys off the hook on this one. Because it got, it got me thinking about this. If we as people were smart enough and realized that, damn, my phone slowed down every time the new one comes out. Maybe I should go and get the brand new update. You know, we, we already knew this. So why don't we say the same thing about drugs here? For instance. When 9-11 happened, TSA happened because we don't want terrorists hijacking our planes and flying them into buildings, correct? Okay, why why don't we see that same thing happening with drugs? Like if, if there's been this supposedly, and I quote, supposedly war on drugs, then why is your uncle still on drugs? You know what I'm saying? Why is my uncle still on drugs? <laughs> I'm not talking about y'all uncles, but I'm just, just work with me here. Why do we still see crackheads? Why do we still got kids that's getting mollies and... All these Xanax pills and all this stuff. Like, why Why is drugs still a problem here? It's because they want it to be a problem. They want it to be a problem. They like locking us up. They like us dying. They like us killing each other. They like us shooting each other over over uh, turf or whatever. I mean, kind of think about it. Like, let's see. How, how many people died at 9-11? It may have been around 3,000 people that died in 9-11. There's got to be way more people that's died being involved with drugs. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got turf wars. You have uh, just overdoses. You know, people overdosing. I don't know. It's just a, it's just a lot of... It got to be It got to be well over 3,000. Like, how many people got to die before something is actually done about drugs? So, it just makes me wonder, like, with this whole Apple thing, if Apple can keep that undercover for so long, like, what other things are we being lied to about? Like, why, why do we go to school for calculus? Who really needs to know how to do calculus? Who needs to know how to do chemistry, especially if that's not going to be a field that I jump into. But a field that I will have to jump into is the field is, is life. <laughs> you know, show me how to manage my relationships. Show me how to disagree with someone and still uh, be diplomatic about it. Why don't we have classes on that? You get those classes after you fucked up. It's called <laughs> the penitentiary. It's called jail. It's called anger management. You only get those, ain't that kind of messed up? You only get those classes after you've already messed up. And look at, look at all the people that's unemployed that have bachelor degrees and master degrees and all of this stuff. Like, <laughs> like, like some of these people are working two and three jobs. Like there should be no one that's unemployed that has that level of experience in, in their particular field. But yet we keep encouraging the next generation to go to college so you got to realize that there's a scam it's just like apple you got to realize that there, there's a scam behind all of this why are they still telling people that yeah you should go to school when it's thousands if not millions of people that's sitting at home not even working at working in their field i take lyft and uber 
pretty often. Who's ever cheaper that day? I, I, I use them. And whenever we are in a car talking or whatever, like these people are educated people. And they always telling me the same story. I can't find a job in my particular field. Now, granted, I get it. I get it that that it's a it's a capitalist society. I guess that's the word I should be saying. I get it. Don't get me wrong. And business is business at the end of the day. But my thing is the next generation. If we know that school may not be the best fit for some 18 year old, then why do we keep on encouraging it? Like, where, where, where is that mentality even coming from when clearly it's not working for people? Churches, even church, churches is another one. Not churches chicken, but the actual church. How many people can actually say that they know why they believe what they believe? I've seen my own pastor who's, who's a very prestigious pastor here in Dallas dodge questions and actually had the guy escorted out of the building when there was a question or a series of questions that were asked. So, I mean, <laughs> at that time, I was like, yeah, get him out of here. He's, you know, working for Satan and all this stuff. But no, like, oh, boy, really had some questions. So, like, how, how many times... How, how often do we just sit back and eat this stuff up and just take it for what it is? Apple just admitted it to admitted to us something that we already knew. You already know that the drug business is bullcrap. Yet we just continue to like not uh, cause a, a revolution behind it. You already know that some things with um, religion, not just Christianity or anything like that, but uh just religion in general, you already know that some of it just seems kind of sketchy. You already know that the medical field is already bullcrap. Every time you go in there with some minor pain, they want to put you on some kind of prescription meds. We already know that this whole system is jacked up. When, when, do, when are we supposed to say, you know what, enough is enough. I want answers. Oh, Shanaka Anderson, how are you a pastor in cursing? Be aware of the problems. We are definitely living in our last age. Well, bitch, let me tell you something. You must be a bitch like Cheryl. Yes, I cuss. I'm the cussing pastor while your motherfucking pastor ain't doing a goddamn thing. I'm the cussing pastor that used my platform to raise $6,000 for this mother who was going through a plight while these other ignorant-ass, non-functioning-ass pastors wasn't doing a motherfucking thing in this city. Now, if that bothers you that I'm a cussing pastor, then get your motherfucking ass off my damn page. Plain and damn simple. See, I don't play. It's about being real. It's about the truth. And I don't give a damn what none of you bitches said and none of you whole-ass niggas either. It's about telling the truth just like it is. So, bitch, bye. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you off the page so you don't have to worry about it. See, y'all be worried about the wrong thing. You cuss. Yes, I curse. Hell, Jesus probably cursed. Jesus be sitting up in heaven looking at you ignorant ass Nick Rose and saying, damn, I made that fool. All right, this one's going to be quick. Uh, it seems that Dara Strawberry, former MLB player, came out and admitted that he uh, used to have sex in between innings. <laughs> I'm not sure why we needed to know that, but I read the story and it was just too good to pass up because I did have a few jokes, okay? So, <laughs> I just want to get my jokes off. Is that cool? All right, so now, but if he was doing this, now I, I, I guess it's safe to say that he was knocking it out the park. Oh man! <laughs> nah, for real though, man. I, I, 
I, I get it though. Some sometimes it gets like that. Um, I, I wonder. I wonder if he got past first base. <laughs> Yo, my boy Dare was really out there, really out there swinging that wood. <laughs> Like I said, I don't know why we needed to know that story about Daryl Strawberry. He doesn't even play baseball anymore, you know. But I just wanted to tell you guys that I had some jokes and get these jokes off. (laughs) This is the video that's going to end the water is wet debate once and for all. My answer? Water's not wet! I'll tell you why. To say that something is wet means that the water on the surface of that something can be removed. You get caught outside in the rain. You say, oh, my hair got wet. Now I got to get it redid. Oh, my shoes got wet. Now I got to let them sit outside and dry. You don't say that the ocean gets wet. It's just water. Water is water. Fire, right? We know that it burns things, right? But it's not in and of itself burned right water it wets things but it's not in and of itself wet okay the word wet is only supposed to be used when water gets on something for example if i were to splash water on this mirror right here i'd say it's wet but if it were somehow possible to splash water droplets onto water where you could see the water droplets sitting on the water you'd say oh that water is wet you know i'll give an example in a second because you know i'm in a bathroom you know we got water in the toilet got water in the sink shower (laughs) sink over there but The term wet is an adjective that is only conditional that's used to describe the surface of something that is typically dry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the simple proof test. This counter is dry. I pour water on it. It becomes wet. Can it be dried? Absolutely. Therefore, it was wet. It is now dry. The water on the inside of the bottle, however, can it be dried? Absolutely the frick not. And in closing, the definition of wet reads covered or saturated with water or another liquid. Water cannot be covered or saturated with itself. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, you know. Get up on the eggnog and the hog moths or whatever you do to celebrate this Christmas season, man. Enjoy it with your family, your friends, and all that good stuff. Be thinking about me because I will be thinking about you. Salute. Salute. Salute.